You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. This movie review also comes for subscribers at Time Lord level or above an uncut, unedited, longer video version of the review. Become a subscriber and check it out. Do you love sci-fi, horror, and fantasy films? Then grab a badge for Otherworlds Film Festival, the country's premier sci-fi film festival. There will be Q&As, panels, parties, and mixers. Rub elbows with up-and-coming and established filmmakers, as well as like-minded filmgoers. Come celebrate our seventh year, December 3rd through 6th, at the Galaxy Highland in Austin, Texas. Badges are now for sale at otherworldsfilmfest.com. That's otherworldsfilmfest.com. While Indonesian director Timo Ch- oh god damn it I already fucked it up Luane what is it <laughs> Timo Chayanto I met the guy I feel terrible I shook his <laughs> hand I, when the original film was at a festival I shook his hand and said man that was badass I really like that and he's like oh thanks it's and I, he had an action movie at the same festival The night comes for us which is even better Wow. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing I've discovered since then, after watching a lot more Indonesian horror and a lot more Indonesian action, Timo is arguably the greatest Indonesian action director right now out there. But he's not the best Indonesian horror director. He's tried a couple times. But two guys he's worked with regularly, uh, Kimo Stamboel, who is the second half of the Moe brothers, who did with him uh, Killers and Macabre, has gone on to horror himself with the Queen of Black Magic, where he did a great job with, and Headshot, where he did his own action film, also knocked it out. But the king of horror is Joko Anwar. He did Impetigore and Satan's Slaves. There's a lot of good Indonesian horror that finds its own way to take things that previously existed, especially in American horror, somewhat in British horror, and put a new, more intense spin on it. Timo watched The Evil Dead a lot. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I thought when I watched the first May I, the Devil Take You, I was like, man, this is like a awesome little tribute to the Evil Dead. Like the original one, mind you. Like not the funny sequels. And this was like, okay, dude, maybe you should watch another movie. It's like he wanted to make sure you got it the first time. <laughs> hey, you know, this is the Evil Dead, right? You got the... Hold on. I'm going to show you. You see the clock? That was an Evil Dead. Yeah? You like that? Okay, here's some more. <laughs> yeah. We're direct reviewing May the Devil Take You Chapter 2, or as they retitle it for America, May the Devil Take You 2, like also, the sequel that follows up directly after the end of the first one. The first one featuring a girl, Chelsea Islan, playing Alfie, who was the only daughter from this guy who had made a deal with a demon and for her soul, in fact, and tried to take it back by betraying the demon. And we always know that doesn't work out very well. But he passes away and he got remarried at one point and 
she doesn't really like the rest of the family and they go to his house because they're looking for stuff to sell in there. And it turns out the demon is there and starts possessing people. And it's basically kind of very evil deadish type thing. But Alfie and her youngest stepsister managed to survive the situation. So now she's living a quiet life with her stepsister. What could possibly go wrong? Well, a bunch of assholes who also are dealing with someone who made a deal with the demon who decide to abduct the two of them and say, hey, um, we kind of need your help dealing with this whole demon thing here. This is not a job anyone should want or have, but that is what Alfie is in for. And that is May the Devil Take You Too. Except this time, instead of a family's old home, it is an orphanage with a group of former residents of this orphanage who are like, look, the guy ran this place. He used to be fine, but one day he wasn't fine. And then he was even less fine. He became really abusive and even torturous. And then, uh, well, something happened to him. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I, I didn't do it, man. And now his demonic force, which is much like the demonic force from the father from the previous one or the demon girl from the previous one, has got them all trapped inside that house and is trying to take them out one by one. More people to kill in this one, right? And a demon who also has watched the Evil Dead movies because stealing (laughs) a lot of the gimmicks from it. But joining me on this review of this Indonesian horror, I've got Nathan. Hola. Not the right language. Not the right language, yes. I do know I don't know what Indonesian for hello is. And besides, Adrian is the one who gets to say Ola. Ola as well. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's cultural appropriation, Nathan. Good job. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. <laughs> and then Luane. Who will just say hi in American. Well actually hi is a derivation from the Indonesian, so wow, you piece sure. of shit. Yeah, it's right up there with Shakespeare and the original Klingon, right? (laughs) Nice. You know you're going to get to my heart when you reference a Star Trek movie. I mean, I know I've said Sam Raimi 15 times during this review, but you will say it 15 times while watching this movie, and your results are going to vary on based on how cool a thing that sounds like to you. A bunch of very Evil deadish like ghouls with black eyes and white crusty skin and long fingernails who are flying at people and can use their powers to telekinetically make shit fly around, and a lot of weird sideways camera shots and point of view shots and monsters vomiting black goo prodigiously under the faces of people and yeah yeah this movie is gooey as hell with the original i love that it's a raimi riff i love that it brings something back despite just riffing on raimi it feels like a loving homage and i felt like this sequel is more the same but not in a way that really bothered me i felt like timo has just become more refined of a director that some of those shots that he's riffing on i mean i'm just thinking about the blade saw the blade saw was fucking fantastic (laughs) Yeah, it's a very well shot. I, I My only complaint is just I kind of wanted it to maybe evolve a bit more other than, I mean, I think his technique has evolved as a director, but the only way in which I feel like this film evolved over the other one is to involve the Evil Dead even more and more direct referencing to it. Like the first one, at least you were like, well, he's a fan. It's kind of a nod to it. This one isn't a nod to it. It's not an homage. It straight up rips it off in huge segments of it. There are people who rewatch the entire Friday the 13th series over and over again. I will never get that because I'm like, it's literally the same movie over and over again. I do not understand why people do that. I like a good kill as much as the next guy, but like, come on. (laughs) This is 
more varied than that. I will give him this. This took an interesting turn in the third act where the character starts to become aware that maybe she has some control over the situation in a magical, spiritual sort of way. And it evolves into a thing that's definitely a setup to further films in a series. See, that's where I started to really like this movie. Like, once that third act comes in and it just becomes really fucking bonkers and just unashamed of what it was, this movie I actually prefer to the first one, but mainly over the craft. No, you're right, though. I mean, from a technical standpoint, it looks and sounds great. I mean, it really is. It's either going to be your thing or it's not. If gooey Sam Raimi homage rip-off remake is your thing then here you go man am i the only person who liked this <laughs> i don't really want to be that guy i wasn't a fan of the first one to the point where i hardly remember it i just remember being very underwhelmed going into the second one the only reason i did is because kind of noticed that bad first movies that surprisingly get sequels sequels pretty decent and for a while i was thinking this is scarier than the first one. This has some more disturbing imagery that I like, and it's doing some cool things. I definitely like it more than the first, but uh, I don't think I'm going to be there for uh, May the Devil Take You uh, Me 3 or whatever the next one's going to be called. Even though, yes, it is an homage to Sam Raimi and... How do you feel about the original Evil Dead? I mean, I love the original Evil Dead. The original Evil Dead is fantastic. I love this sort of thing. Anytime you get somebody who's like vomiting black blood and got solid black eyes and white crusty skin and can fly through the air and make shit fly through the air. I mean, I'm in, baby. It's a lot more interesting than your average Hollywood fair where it's just like, okay, is anyone going to fucking die in this goddamn thing? And this one doesn't waste any time, man. No, it's like it once they get to this house, which is pretty quick into it. Motherfuckers start dying and bad. Not a good death. Well, I mean, it pretty much opens up. I mean, it has like a cold open involving somebody being obliterated by some sort of supernatural thing. So I thought, all right, we're off to the races. I also have the advantage of having just watched Hellstrom before this. So seeing demons who are scary and actually do stuff, I'm in because I sat through 10 episodes of not scary demons i wish there were more that i could say good about this i think it's just kind of not for me i don't really even see a lot of flaws with the film at most some of the digital effects were kind of noticeable noticeable to the point where it kind of seemed like one moment was supposed to be in 3d i'm not sure if, if that was just how digital it looked but i thought it looked kind of funny but i also just wasn't impressed enough to think Okay, I really, really want to see more of this. I love Timo's work with his action films, but if this, the last film, and Killers is any kind of example of his horror movies, yeah, I don't think I'm the biggest fan. But I'm glad a lot of people are. Just wasn't for me is kind of what I'm basing my entire review off of. Yeah, I mean, not everything's going to be for everyone, and I think that he's definitely a better action director than he is a horror director, but there's no question that in this film, which is a very kind of action horror anyway... He gets the kinetics of it right and the movements of it right. There's, he really get, knows how to film that type of action here. And I think that is what makes this series work more than anything, even though I do find it almost laughably derivative. I mean, of The Exorcist, too, at points. Still, he knows how to shoot a movie like this. And I I didn't have that problem with, with digital stuff at all. Maybe a moment or two that I'm like, okay, they use CG maybe somewhere where they shouldn't have. But most of this is, like, 90% of this is practical. Well, he does a great job at putting all of the CGI elements in, like, out-of-focus shots behind somebody. 
in almost like a sort of James Wan-esque sort of way that really works for a lot of the scares. I mean, he does really utilize the background really well. And then once that thing in the background comes out, it just becomes kinetic, full, Raimi fucking riffing. Or like you said, Exorcist on bath salts. You didn't say on <laughs> bath salts, but that's what I thought. <laughs> well, let's go to final thoughts. Nathan, just keep going into your final thoughts. All right, I'll keep going into my final thoughts. That's what I said. I agree with you guys. He is a much better action director than he is a horror director. That doesn't mean he's a bad horror director, and I think he's getting even better with this film that I feel is a complete improvement over the first one. It's just a fun Raimi riff that goes to some really cool places in the third act. Had a lot of fun with it as a whole. Uh, I'm actually excited for May the Devil Take You Cubed, or whatever they end up calling it. Uh, I gotta give this... I'll go 8 out of 10 spinning, levitating buzzsaws. Luane? I had not seen the first one, so I had to get caught up. Yeah, yeah, I get to watch both of them. Even I couldn't miss the Raimi stuff, and I'm not, like, a, a massive devotee of Evil Dead like a lot of people I know. Pretty much everybody I know. But I, I could see it was still there. I mean, oh, look, there's there's the book that explains everything. Oh, look, there's a trap door in the floor. Oh, look, peeking demons. Uh, you know, whatever. Great. In this case, probably works out, like I said, better for me because I'd seen a bunch of stuff that I wasn't super thrilled with. So this was a nice, refreshing thing to watch. I'd be interested to see what else he does. I'm going to have to go check out his, his action stuff because everybody keeps talking about how much better even that is than the horror. So, all right. Now I know what I need to do. Ooh, go do that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the night comes for us, man. On Netflix, it's like <laughs> that might as yeah. well be a horror movie. It's so gory. Yeah, I showed it <laughs> on a Halloween night. Yeah, for sure. I think it's actually gorier than either of these movies. There's a scene where somebody takes a champagne bottle, breaks it over a table, shoves it in someone's mouth, then flip kicks it through the back of his head. All right. <laughs> so I'm sold. Okay. <laughs> as for this one, uh, it's 3.5 out of five trap doors in the floor. Adrian. You know, I kind of take back what I said. If they end up doing May the Devil Take You 3, The Dream Warriors, I will 100% be there. I didn't dislike this movie. I've seen a lot of bad horror movies. I saw one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen this month. And this is definitely nowhere near there. But it also isn't giving me a lot that I am really want to stick on to and want to say that I can't wait for more like this. Because I thought both of these movies were just kind of okay forgettable characters but it's got some cool gore and some cool effects and some pretty decent camera work this seems like this is gonna be your thing and if you like the first one by all means check it out you're probably gonna like this more but if you're like me and you think uh, i'm not really getting what's so great here you could just go ahead and skip this it's uh you're not gonna get much out of it i'm gonna give this a completely neutral 2.5 <laughs> evil dead references out of five I want more movies where eco-away types have to deal in full martial arts badassery with, yes. like, vampires or zombies yes, or demons or shit. Because they don't really make those movies. It's like, even the ones like Blade, that's not, I mean, that's got cool action, but it's not, like, eco-away <laughs> amazing right. god of martial arts action. I want that movie. So how about May the Devil Come for You in the Night? There we go. Let's mix those two film <laughs> series oh together. I'd, I'd be there. Yes. Have all the dead characters from that movie just come back as deadites. Exactly. <laughs> Martial arts I would deadites. Ooh. I would it starts with those characters, like the surviving characters from that movie, who are like, find the book, and they're like, 
okay, what happened? The, the boss, he, he looks like something killed him and we found this book in the room with him. And then that starts up and then someone's like, I know a chick. Chemo, <laughs> are you listening? Greenlight this. That's what we want. That, that is would what be kind of cool. <laughs> See, there uh, we I get Adrian like- on board. Yeah, right? That was all it took. I do like Chelsea Islan quite a bit as Alfie. I think she's an interesting character. I like the way they're evolving her character in this. I like the the fact that at the end of this, despite the fact I was like, it's okay to good for me, like, and despite its super derivativeness, that I do definitely want to see a third one and see where it goes. I just hope it maybe tries something a little different. I was actually kind of hoping this was going to Evil Dead 2 it. I figure that's why you were so disappointed. Man, that would be so cool if he said, fuck it, we're going to go crazier, wilder, but insert the comedy and slapstick. And I was like, ah, damn it. I was kind of hoping he would go that way. But oh, well, but we got what we got. And it's still fun and it's still ridiculously gory and it still moves really fast. And I still enjoyed it. I think anybody who likes Evil Dead and especially the Evil Dead remake, which is unfairly maligned as hell. I'm sorry. That movie kicks all kinds of ass. I thought that was pretty well appreciated. Lots of people are like, oh man, fuck that remake. I'm like, you're insane, dude. Like that movie's fantastic. So uh, I think this is, if you like both those movies, I think you're going to probably like this series too. Generally speaking, it's well worth seeing. I don't think it's the heights of Indonesian horror, but it does prove that Indonesian horror is doing something different than pretty much any other horror industry in the world is doing right now they're kind of on this every horror movie is we go super intense (laughs) we get super gory and we're also playing with elements from some of the best other horror movies from around the world just sort of reconfiguring them into our own thing and i think overall it works i'm gonna give it seven out of ten spider walks because that actually creeped me out, man. I haven't seen that shit since The Exorcist. And I was like, oh, God, I hate that. Oh, The Exorcist director's <laughs> cut, mind you. Yeah, I was about to say, wasn't right. that only in the director's cut? It was only in the director's cut. They decided it was too scary for audiences, and so they cut it. What a quaint time they were yeah, living no in. Kidding. 